Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's mini episode, we're bringing you some of the bits from the cutting room floor. Welcome to Conversations from the Tap Room. I'm Joanne, and normally I'm joined by Tori, and we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. a little mini episode for you today uh, when we were creating our episode on the beer mile for the women on tap festival you can go back and watch that that's episode 40 at the pub that didn't exist we had such a great time talking to louise and to charlotte and we had some as usual really random conversations some of that had to be cut because it wasn't really relevant to that episode but we thought we'd share some of those with you today we're talking about cask beer then why the name of a pub always has to start with the and neon lights our usual random tangents we hope you enjoy gone to nags head as well because i asked because basically i knew she'd gone to nags nags was when i there's there's, i feel like for american people american listeners that don't like they don't fully understand the pub culture thing because we just don't have that same equivalent like there's not that same equivalent of like your local pub um it was my local pub when i lived in reading because i lived on the street that it is on the opposite end of that of that street um and so I remember when it used to be like really, really tiny, and then now they just have expanded out the back, and it is like so big, and they can fit so many more people in the gut. Like I, it used to be like four or five tables. <laughs> I remember uh, just well, it was actually not that long before COVID, um, and actually this was obviously before I worked at Phantom. Phantom had only been open for like three months at the time, and me and my partner we went to we went to Double Barreled, then we went to Phantom. Uh, and then after that we went to the next head and I remember even at that time this was like early 2020 like the garden was not so much of a garden and they literally they were they were like yeah, it's like, yeah sorry it's, it's not much and I was like it's fine I don't care like it's got a table I can sit. it's got a table and like a shelter I can sit under to enjoy my pint like I'm fine with that but what they've done honestly it's, it's, they, they do like they do like barbecue now like smoked I smoked know, meat and I was like they never they used to do food and now they, they've upped their ante and like, if you listen to any of our episodes, you'll know that Tori and I love a bit of smoked meat, and we do, we keep him to talk about it. Yeah. I need to learn. You're supposed to be teaching me. You're the American. You've got to teach me how to smoke things. Well, you did just say about ten minutes ago that you're a shit American. I am a really shit American, but and I, I mean, the thing is, I'm gonna get a badge of trying. So, you know, I'm, I've tried three times. I just failed three times. Maybe the fourth time. Fourth time. Yeah, that's actually the real saying. Yeah, four times a charm. Anyone that knows anything is the fourth time. That's your saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did go to Nags. That but was actually my first trip back to the park. I, I know I know that Charlotte went to Nags because I saw she had put it on Facebook and I needed to, I was trying to figure out if when I went to Reading to do what I had to do in Reading because I was going to be at the flat, I was like, Nags Head, do I need to pre-book to get in there? And I was like, who would know? Charlotte would know. <laughs> I was like, do I need to pre-book? I was like, did you have to pre-book? Or do you just walk in and she's like, you walk in. I turned up. There was a queue. I was like, that queue? 
Yeah, but I thought it was early enough in the day. But what I hadn't taken into consideration as a non-sports person is that I think there was either a football or a rugby match on, and I was like, shit. <laughs> but it was alright. We ended up sharing a table. We ended up. They ended up going as they're a couple, and we were the only like couple. And they were like, here, you can sit here. It's a shared table, something. One person on that side, the two of us. Honestly, for the he ended up leaving after about 10 minutes but I was I was holding in laughter because I sit down I didn't go next to this guy it was this it was a big bloke like he was a he was a big old boy and he was sitting there and he was just staring blankly <laughs> so I didn't sit next to him I sat on the other side my, I made my husband sit next to him and um, and we were like, oh my god, this is so, and like we were making eye contact, like you know how when you when you and your partner know each other so well, like you know exactly what. You, so we were like communicating without communicating <laughs> because this guy, like this so, say Charlotte is the guy, up. or actually probably easier because Joe and I are on camera. So like Joe, you're you're the guy yeah. and I'm my husband. No, I'm the guy and you're my husband. Yeah. You're looking at me, and this guy is literally like this. <laughs> But you could tell he wasn't looking to have a conversation. He wasn't yeah. looking. He was like looking through him. Yeah, and, and we were like, we don't, we don't know if he's like listening to the conversation. Like if he wants us to speak, he, he, he didn't speak. He didn't speak. You guys were just having a conversation. Then he chips and goes, "What well, do you know? What actually? What I right, about the industrialisation yeah. of God?" <laughs> that was it. We were like, we don't know if he's like looking. Like we don't know if he's listening or what. My husband was like, I think he was like listening. I was like, no, he looked like he was looking through. Why would you make uncomfortable like that? And then, yeah. and then he got, and then he got up and left, and we were like, oh, thank God. Was he like what, like big tough man? No, he was just one. Of those like old boys, and he was just like, oh, quite, like, like a bit like okay. quite a big bloke. Right, okay. So, like, so he, he, yeah, he looked yeah, more yeah. fit, but like you could tell, it's not like he was going to get up and fight you or something like yeah. that. But he just, he just yeah. was. I'm not being funny. It could be someone who looked like they would never start a fight with a fly, and if they were staring at me in the pub, I'd still be pretty uncomfortable. So dating, like it wasn't like a, I feel like th- it was just the uncomfortable of, about like. I don't know if you're listening to me. <laughs> it's it's more so when someone's yeah quiet and they're like this, and you're like, okay, <laughs> that's it. It's like, but my husband kept going, <laughs> and we didn't want to have a conversation. So about the first ten minutes of it was really awkward. It was like if if I got on a table with another stranger and we were like, oh, because there was someone. It was raining and there was a table that was behind us and we had there was an umbrella. It was a siren umbrella. I'm going to finish my drink. Um, yeah, so there was um there was an umbrella up, so we were kind of under it, but it was it started to rain at one point, like absolutely chuck it down, and it started dripping kind of on us, and it literally got all over my husband's back. Or he, he sat he sat into it. It sounds like he had a really really rotten time. Yeah, he really yeah. did. He really did. So he he sat back into like a puddle, and he was like, ah oh, no, and he's like, for God's sake. And then I looked over, and there was another two guys that were like looking, at it and they were cracking up. And then they saw me watching them, so we were just laughing together. Yeah. And I went, they've seen you be a dickhead. <laughs> This is what I love about the pub. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, yeah, I absolutely love sitting at home and just drinking with with my other half and just having a laugh and listening to a bit of music. And I, honestly, I, like, I would I would not drink at home if I didn't enjoy it. But um, it's just such a different experience. Even when you go to the pub on your own, it's the other people. And you can sort of have those knowing moments with people where you're like, you see someone trip over a step and you look at them and you're like, I did that ten minutes ago. And it's like, hey, shared experiences. You know, like it's like little things like that and it, it's just basically seeing other people exist and be I love people
our new bar at Phantom. It's called Neon. Neon. It's like it's it's like the perfect level of kitsch, but I absolutely love it. It's just I I absolutely love it in there. Around and I was like I was saying to my husband, I was like, you know how I how much I love Neon. And I was like, I am loving this so much. I was like, I priced up Neon. It's expensive. Evening conversation about how she can get Neon, where she should buy Neon from. Can she get one of the little signs? Would she be satisfied with one of the little etched plastic things with the lights? And she's she the answer is no. Also looking at the prices of neon, and then I was like, I love neon. Like it's like beer budget on a champagne taste, and and I say beer budget on a champagne taste, and I don't mean that. That's what I mean. I was going to correct myself with that phrase, a beer budget on a champagne taste, but I know how much I've spent on some beers, and it is not a macro beer budget. No, macro taste on a... No, wait. Macro budget on a craft. Craft beer taste on a macro budget. Thank you. There we go. We got there in the end. like disparaging towards why things cost what they do because they cost what they do and like I honestly one thing that's exactly and like something that's been a, something that's been bugging me for ages is the fact that cask has been artificially devalued to the point that it's if you're expected to pay a fiver for a, for a pint of cask people are going to go oh, much more so than they would when it's on keg and that, I think cask beer takes not a you know not being funny here in terms of cellar management cast beer takes a lot more work to to yeah it's, it's a real skill yeah. that's a separate episode because I want to learn about that because I yeah. like, don't know it's been a long time since I've worked with cast so I'm and this is the thing I would not trust myself to run a cellar right now because it's been so long since I've worked with cast and I think that's the kind of thing it's 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 such a um, and it's also it's it's a it's a style of beer that is pretty much like quintessentially British like I remember when I when I went over when I went over to well, when I, when I went to when I went to Seattle, when I went to Seattle, uh, we went up to Ballard, which is an area which has obviously got loads and loads of breweries in it. And uh, we went up there and we just did a little bit of a hop during the evening, went you know from one place to another. And we were chatting to someone behind the bar at I think it was uh, Stoop Brewing. There we go, name drop. If anybody at Stoop is listening, holler at me. But um, can you imagine the coincidence? That would be absolutely insane. But um, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'd love that. Yeah. Holla at me. Um, but no, when... But um, I remember they, they said to us, they said, oh, it's a shame you're here uh, today, because we were only there, we were only there for literally two days. And it was the two days that this one place was open that only did car scales in Seattle. And in Seattle, they were like, it's such a huge novelty because it's something that is so... No you don't get it in the Pacific Northwest. You just don't get it. And I was like, damn, like every single pub you go to, and especially like craft beer drinkers, especially younger craft beer drinkers, and I'm speaking as part of that group, quite often you gloss over the beauty of cast beer and the fact that it does take so much effort to produce and that actually like I say during lockdown I was during lockdown when I was working on site even though most of the time I'd be working from home after say a day of helping out uh, the production guys with packaging I would be able to have a pint off the tap before I got the train home we don't do cast beer I had missed I did not realise how much I had missed cast beer until I went back to the nags head literally the Tuesday so it opened on the Monday the Tuesday lunchtime all of us from work went down to the nags because I just decided like the sun was out I was like right who's going to come with me for a pint of lunchtime cast like I just miss it so much yeah like it was wonderful 
sparkler or no sparkler? Oh my god, no! I don't want to get hate. <laughs> this is the question. This is the question now. No sparkler. We're we're southern. But I imagine the fact is, it probably didn't have a sparkler, did it? Well, I mean, due to the fact that it was table service, I was not there when they poured it. Loophole. Loophole. There we go. I'm not going to get at it. No, but when I... Actually, when I... Don't at me, guys. All right. No, but when I... Um, when I when I learned how to pull pints, when I was just... You know, when I, when I learned how to work behind a bar and learned the basics of running a bar in a pub, um, we used sparklers. Yeah, I, I worked under a manager who was very passionate about the about cast being well kept. So, you know, I I feel like I've answered in a successfully like pageant, diplomatic sort of way. Very miscongeniality, wasn't it? One thing that I have noticed is that like the virtual pub. Like, you know how, like, Brewdog did, like, the COVID arms or whatever? It's like, we don't have, like, a pub name. And for anyone that doesn't know, like, pub culture, it's always, like, the something. Like, the Nags Head or the something or other. Like, the Haunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Haunt. The Haunt. And then you've got, like, things that are, I mean, I'm not going to say something because some of them sound really questionable if you say them, so I'm not going to say them. But, like, the... Like, the Quiet Woman is one I saw the other day. I wasn't even going to go there. I was gonna... Obviously, the concept of a quiet woman was a foreign one to me, clearly. So I started following on Instagram a guy that goes and takes pictures of... You know what, I assume it's a man, because of the aesthetic I'm getting from the thing, I assume it's a male. Um, and he goes and takes pictures of pub signs. And one that he's got a picture of is the quiet woman, and it, it's a but it's a headless woman. The 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 um the the sign is like so she's like dressed in like a Tudor grey dress, and it's like just a headless woman. And I was like, ooh, ooh. But this thing is like this. I mean, I know there's been obviously there's been a lot of very disturbing conversation about this in the last three weeks and rightly so because it's been it's been highlighted more it's, it's been no secret for ages that beer is a boys club but I'm glad that it's been highlighted more even though the conversations are disturbing they need to be had but um, it's little things like that it might seem like if you say that to some people or to some blokes exactly you could say, if you say that to some blokes I'm like oh that's just a little thing and I'm like no but if you if you stop these things at the smallest level at the what might seem quote unquote petty to some people if you stop it there and just say oh, you know what that's not alright or don't say that or don't speak like that that's not okay you cut those things off that person who said it the instigator if you will they might think twice before doing it again and these things work basically to make the make the pub a more inclusive place for everyone because I mean like this is the thing like like I get it that that's probably not the that's probably maybe not what they were aiming for with yeah, that name it's but it's just, just yeah. like a it's probably been named that like a but, but then, but then it's, yeah but then you will have people that will go in and make those comments like, or, or like you've got like um, like. All right, I thought boy. this was supposed to be a pub for quiet women what you do inside it right, do you know what I mean and that's the point of thing that just feels it really does, and I think it's important for these things to be, you know, tackled at the at the very sort at the at the you know sorry not at the source but to be tackled even at its most like like at, yeah 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, just at those little things. Because, because when they all add up, they're not little anymore. Exactly. It's like the black boy and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't feel okay with this. Like, this well, she she most of those, especially with this in the I'm pretty sure a lot of those, those club names come from basically, you know, colonialism and slave trade. And I'm like, I don't want to perpetuate that in, in 2021. That's not something I'm happy doing. Because some of them are like very questionable, but yeah, like let's go nags head. There's always a nags head, isn't there? There's always a nags head. There's always a rat head, a king's head, a queen's head, a royal oak, a red squirrel, king's arm, king's arm, dragon. They're all so unimaginative. God Almighty, they're all so unimaginative. Was, was we don't have like a pub name. Like, what would our virtual pub name be? I mean, despite the fact that we all just ordered a round of halves, we've got to go soon, but still, <laughs> our booking is up in 20 minutes. Yeah, so before that, all I'd done is go to the different pubs, drink their beer. I didn't even look at cans. I never used to buy cans from pubs. I go to the supermarket, I buy cans, I go to the off license, I buy cans of whatever was there. And literally my my although my taste was I would try anything, my buying capability was quite limited. So these online shops are brilliant. And they just open up so much availability so much choice and uh, and they have really blossomed they've been great and like we i think we've picked up breweries that we wouldn't have done before so it's like when we're podcasting we're like we need to get this diversity there's a lot of diversity that we kind of go into when we're planning things we try to plan in advance so we can kind of put in like one order here, one order there, one order yeah. there, and we try to do like bulk. So we like spread the wealth. Like sometimes we'll go to like one place, sometimes we we'll go to another place. Yeah. We want to share the love around to like all yeah. the indies, rather than putting all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. So we just kind of go like, what do we need to record, and where can we get it? And the thing is, is like we'll go on Trump the Manners, and we'll be like. Where like what other episodes do we want? And you don't have to be as niche as you do with like some some places. You've got to go. Okay, well they do a lot of this type, so like let's do that. Or like a lot of this area. You know, if it's something that's local to them, they've got that. With Tremblant Madness, it's like you get European. Not even funny. If you go to Tremblant Madness in person, you could do four different episodes, just one on each floor. Literally, we we are we we have we have had to we have had to limit ourselves. We are like we could get this or we could get this. And the problem is, I think we both. Then you realise your basket is at like. So like, oh shit, my basket's at 190 pounds. Yes, yeah, oh, I do know. I know. I do know. If everybody shops like this, then, then Joe and I definitely do. Your favourite children. Yes. Yeah, like, I've got to know. Which one do I get rid of? But like, which one does it mean? Is I really want this one, but oh, but that one sounds so good. It's like Joe and I have said how we've gone like we put everything we want in the basket, and then we go like okay, like we know what we need to do for podcast, and then we like the ones that don't get, they get the like snip, snip, you're out. Like, and it's so difficult given that it's it must be how RuPaul feels when he's like sashay away. I'm like, I will compare myself. I will compare myself to RuPaul when I'm trimming my my beer basket. When I'm trimming my beer basket, Tory Pal.
incredible. I'm like, how do you get yeah. like, and I'm not trying to, but that's it. It's like, hey, I'm not, hey, we are recording oh, now. So that is good. good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about how amazing it is. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> we were just talking about how like the fact that it's vegan just like blows my mind how you get like the body and the taste out of not that it's like things that are vegan don't have that but you just come to expect like you would expect to have lactose in you'd just yeah. be like it's a bit thin but like all your stouts are amazing so <laughs> and we honestly, were like donut 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 it's good thanks so much this is so good oh my god i mean just like the sexiest glass and the glasses i was like that can really i helps. buy the glass because i love it <laughs> definitely yeah. oh. mm. How you doing? Good. Yeah. <laughs> we can cut this all out. This no, is no, just no, no, literally. No, no. <laughs> Leave it in if you want. Um, we could yeah. be a special, a special guest. Special yeah. guest. Special guest. <laughs> yeah. So my second time on your podcast. Yeah. 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 As well. Yeah. Yeah. Double. Yeah. Double. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. So I work at Phantom. Oh cool. Phantom Brewing. Nice. So we sell your beers in our guest fridges. She's now wanting to commit that you're going to have a lot. Yeah, I, I want either. Tell you what. Either come and brew a massive empty stout with us down in Reading. Yeah. Or just give me all of your beer, always. Or both. Or both. Or both. I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or both. Here first on a Women's Brew the podcast. This is we're going to make this happen. This is happening. Oh yay! I'm so yeah. glad you like them. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, lo I love when people say that because I mean I love them. I mean I mean I'm not even just saying that because you know they pay my wages. But genuinely, <laughs> I like. I'm 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 really happy working with Phantom, and I'm I'm stoked to come down here and visit. Yeah, so. She was really excited. She was like, "This is the second day they're open." I was like, "You're replacing me on the podcast." Yeah. I forgot to even say that. I was just like, "I'm happy to be here," and she's like, "Second day they're open." I was like, "Yeah, okay, you've replaced me now." The marketing girl. Bam. <laughs> but no, 100. percent Come down to Phantom, do a brew with us. It'll be a fun time. So it's committed now. We'll she said it. it. Yeah, I've said it. It's on record. That's it's it. gonna go on Spotify. Yeah. We've got to do it now. It's legally binding. I think yeah. it's how Spotify works. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Have you guys been, um, has it been like really crazy the last day or so? Uh, it's been a bit crazy this afternoon. We had like all the tables turn up at once and like yeah. a load drip order double uh, glasses, so that was fun. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not been too bad, I think, considering we have no idea what we're doing. It's, uh... <laughs> you absolutely have an idea. Well, do you know what? I think so. You're dragging it very well, if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, fake it till you make it. You've yeah. taken that to the next level if you don't know what you're doing. Come on. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's a joy to stand up to my knees. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. This is literally yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, this tastes like everything well, I want to eat. So well done. Yeah. Drink all of that comes from. Yes, I know the next one I'm gonna go for is the peach melba because I'm like, yeah. I was like, I, I came for the donut stout and then I was like, the peach melba's sort of next. And then I was like, then I'll just work my way. You know, you come for the stout, you, for the you stay stout, for, you the stay the for the peach melba. Yeah, like, that's a saying, I'm sure it is. It's a proverb. We've made it up. I've seen it on fridge magnets. Or a peach cobbler brown ale or something. Like a peach cobbler brown ale. Peach cobbler stout. Like that you, like caramelised brown sugar flavour. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd be I'm, down for that. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah man. You put it like you know that black treacle flavour. You know what you could do? Because I'm not gonna put this two and two together here. Your tap room's called the Haunt. Yeah. We tried to sell you on a pumpkin spice stout. <laughs> oh man. Okay. We, well, we, it could it could be a nice we, we've yeah. we got time. Yeah. Halloween we release, come, yeah. and then we'll come. Free, down. And we will. Will, yeah. As I've said yeah. to yeah. werewolf, we'll I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Just brew it. I have, I have a question. How did the uh, what was the what was the word again? Did the saison? No, with the uh, it had something crazy in it. Uh, donut. Something crazy. Oh, the donut beer? No, 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 it's a no? donut one. No? It was something savoury, I think. 
Oh, oh the, the mustard. mustard. The mustard. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't drank it yet. We haven't drank it yet. Yeah. We haven't drank it yet. That's to come up. We've got We've got to record it. Because we were trying to build up other savoury beers, so we've got a Yorkie pudding one. Have you got Yes, we've got we've got pizzazz. We've got a Yorkie pudding one. And, um, and, and we've got hers because we were trying yeah. to find a third savoury one and until I found the Yorkshire pudding one. I was yeah. like, I don't know what else to do. You know, Brass Castle have just done a carrot pale. Like, uh, do you know, I've had, I've had, I've had, had carrot beers before. Yeah. No, no yeah, not I've that one. But So the first duration beer yet. I ever had was uh, <laughs> Deep Roots, <laughs> the carrot saison. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. Oh, she, submitted her, Love it. she submitted her saison to your competition. Yeah, so Deep Roots, I had that. That was only like She was very happy with the feedback. It was so tasty. She was like, I'll take it, I'll take it. I feel like this is going to have to be like a director's cut. Yeah, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> she had the rose yeah. I, came 12. Yeah. I was really oh, pleased with that. Oh, she was like, I'll take it. I'll take this. That was mine. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Because I planned to do a lemon and rosemary, and then your thing came out, and I was like, those hops I think would work in it. So I gave it a go, and I was like, that's the first home brewing competition I've ever entered. Into. So I was like, I've had rosemary before. Lemon and rose. I did a lemon and rosemary saison. I mean, I've got some. I can send you one. <laughs> I came twelfth in the in the Three Hills brewing competition. So I came twelfth out of forty-four. Out of forty-four, I came twelfth. Yeah. In person as well. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> well, it's lovely to meet you full stop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that collab. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice in peak. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like you're going to have to have a director's cut of this podcast. Oh, definitely the Snyder cut. And there you have it, our random little conversations from the tap room. We hope that you are being able to get out in a socially distanced and responsible way to your local pubs, tap rooms and bars. And you're getting to have similar interesting conversations with your friends, with your family and with those wonderful people that you just get to meet at the bar. If you'd like to speak to us, uh, you can find Tori at Adventures in Optimism on Instagram. You can find me at A Woman's Brew. I hang out on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm also on Twitter. Or you can find my beer school, Love Beer Learning. We're at Love Beer Learning. I hang out on Instagram there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest. Tori's favourite. We're also on our website, lovebeerlearning.co.uk. Check out our latest courses and classes. Or you can email us at lovebeerlearning.co.uk at gmail.com we'll pick up all your questions and comments for the podcast there so until next time cheers